people now can respond while you're doing it and interact. Like they want Crazy Robert to shout out and Joe shout me out from Ohio and this and that. And that's where the action really comes. Welcome to Podcasting Smarter, the podcast for and by podcasters. We interview podcasters for the real scoop on podcasting. Whether you're thinking about starting a podcast or have been podcasting for years, you'll find lots of inspiration, valuable lessons, and tips in our interviews. This podcast is brought to you by Podbean. Please visit podbean.com, the home for podcasters. Hello, podcast friends. I'm your host, Jennifer Crawford, and today I am joined by a comedian, podcaster, and criminal defense attorney who describes his show as a podcast about absolutely nothing and everything. Prepare to be guilty as charged of being a smarter podcaster, thanks to my guest, the very funny Joe Cozo of The Joe Cozo Show. Well, welcome. Hello. That, Thank you so much. How was that? That was excellent. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I've ever been introduced like that before. Oh my gosh, I tried to bring the energy because you're so worthy of a energetic, <laughs> enthusiastic intro. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I've recently become a huge fan of your show, and um, I can't wait to talk to you about so many things having to do with the craziness that is your show. But before that, I want to know, how did you get into podcasting? Well, I first, I graduated in college back in, I believe, 1999-2000, and I was going to go right into radio. But, you know, back then, they didn't have anything but podcasting. So if you wanted to do something, you would have to go away. You'd maybe start out in a small market or something like that. But, you know, how life happens, I um, was expecting a child. So I put that all aside. I started going into law. But I loved that whole thing of radio. And then as time was going on, all of a sudden, this lovely world of podcasting came about. I went back to school just to learn about the, the new technology and that's when I got taught really like, you know, well, listen, man, you could, you know, do a show and talk about anything that you want. I was like, talk about anything you want. What do you mean? And uh, that's how it started. It started me going back to school a couple of years ago. Oh, my gosh. So how long have you had this, your podcast? Two years? Yeah, around two years, a year and a half. I, you know, I went to school there for like almost a year and then, or maybe like seven months. And then right after that, I started it. It was, uh, it was exciting. I had it in my head the whole time what I wanted to do. Because I had one of the guys, you know, one of the um, people that I have on my show, his name is Crazy Robert. And he really sparked like, hey, man, I could get this guy. He's so interesting and come on a radio show and have him on. I bet you people would really be interested. And it's just taken off from there. Okay, so I saw a YouTube video with you and Crazy Robert. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't had time to really delve into who Crazy Robert is. So... Who is Crazy Robert and how in the world does he get through his day? He is, he was a neighbor of mine. His mom and my mom were best friends. And then what happened is when they would go play bingo, they would drop me off and he would babysit me. And this was, it has to be around 30 something years ago, 35 years ago. And he was as normal as anything. But what happened as time progressed, he started developing uh, schizophrenia and psychosis. He's diagnosed with psychosis. So... You know, I, I just saw it happening, progressing, but I, I loved him from back then. And I, I said to myself one day, I was like, yo, Robert, I was like, you have to come on this show of mine. He's like, all right, I'll do it. I'll do it. And it's just like I said, it just took off from there. He, he has a very simple life. He gets up, he smokes cigarettes, he drinks coffee, he smokes weed, and he goes to sleep. 
That's about it. <laughs> so being on your show is probably like the highlight of his day or week, whenever it happens. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely, I would say that. Okay, so what makes your show so interesting and I think really unique are your guests. And a lot of people have guests on their show, but not a lot of people have the guests that you have on your show. Can So can you describe how you choose your guests and who they are? I'm searching for it, baby. I'm out there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I find these people so interesting. So I put ads out on Craigslist. A lot of times I have, uh, you know, it would be maybe a client of mine because I'm a criminal attorney. So I'll ask them after the case is over, hey, listen, you know, I love your background. I love your life. Would you ever think about coming on my show? And a lot of times too, I'm going to tell you this, this is true now that the show has been picking up. A lot of my clients will talk about my show while they're my clients and then ask me when it's done, you know, if they could come on. So I get, you know, a lot of, I mean, they're criminals, so you know, they have a great story. But the, you know, even on Craigslist ads, I put out the ads, hey, looking for people in bad relationships. I'm looking for people, you know, exotic dancers to come on, interesting people to tell about, tell me about a story. And they, they respond, they want to come on. Yeah, Joe, you have to be careful because the bigger your show gets, I can see somebody committing a crime just so they can have the reward of being on your show. Well, like a, just I a mean, petty crime to get to just so they can qualify as a Well, guest. that's not I wouldn't say I would <laughs> It's funny <laughs> that you say that, but I wouldn't <laughs> say that's a requirement that they have to be a criminal. A lot of these people like um I had what was it the other day? Zizi. She's not a criminal. She's a, you know, a victim of crimes, that's for sure. Sure. And um I feel you know, like Zizi could maybe make it could maybe get in it could maybe commit a crime someday. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Maybe she's already had. I don't even, you know, listening to her, like I, I think I felt so bad for her. But then, you know, I, I wanted to just be like, hey, Zizi, man, you have to control your life here. What are you doing? Yeah, it was her story was very compelling. And. I think that was the first episode of yours that I listened to you. And the one note that I made about that episode was that I was really impressed with your interviewing skills. And I was wondering if that came from your training as an attorney or just something that came naturally to you. I wouldn't say training as a attorney. I think just life itself. Like I love, I love to analyze everything and I love to hang out with people that analyze things too. You know, that are very analytical, that they think, you know, outside the box. But the interviewing thing is, to me, is I, I think comes directly from Howard Stern and listening to him. He's yeah. like so awesome. He's like everything that I want. You know, when you when you sit there and you're like, oh, man, you want to maybe be a baseball player. So you're like, I wish I could be as good as, say, Don Mattingly or whoever, you know, Mike Piazza, mm -hmm. whoever is going to be the player. I mean, when you, when in podcasting or radio, the king is Howard Stern. So you listen yeah. to him and when you study him and you see how he is, I think a lot of that comes through, you know, for me. Yeah, yeah. I definitely got some Howard Stern vibes from your show, but I don't think you're a clone in any sense of the Oh, well, thank you very much. I appreciate which, that. Which I hope you take as a, a compliment. Absolutely. <laughs> I think you've got your own thing going on that you could be very proud of. All right, so you actually put out quite a quite a few episodes every month. So what is your, what is your podcasting schedule? So I get up at around five 30 and you know, sometimes even the, the night before, but I get up early. I start looking through all the news articles and stuff, seeing some of the topics that I want to talk about. 
Um, a lot of times at night too, I could see that happening and I write down what I want to do or something throughout the day. I'll just write down as a topic. So then I sit down, I start gathering everything. You get news clips and stuff. If you want to do some sound bites and everything and then start preparing the guests. The guests are always prepared like the night before, but I don't really talk to the guests beforehand. I never, I never really do like on the phone. I don't like to do that. Okay. So we just, you know, correspond through email or texting and stuff. And then that's and so basically you send it. Them, do you send them questions or topics or how do you, how do you prep them? I try to do it as least as possible. I, I, first thing I do is say, hey, listen, man, you really should listen to the show and know what you're getting yourself into here because I'll ask you anything. And, you know, if I think that you're being fake or I think you're being whatever, I just, you know, I'm going to call you out on it. So please listen to the show and just be as real as possible. Now, they'll come back and they'll ask me some questions or say, hey, listen, do we talk at all? Like, can we go over some things? And I tell them I'd rather not be like that. I'd rather just be natural, a natural flow. Mm-hmm. Because once you start talking about something a second time, it starts becoming stale to me. Yeah, it's that's such a challenge as a podcaster because even us, we had this like great conversation before we started recording. And I realized while I was talking to you, I was like, I've got to start recording because you're telling me just casually that all these great things and I didn't want to lose that momentum coming into the podcast. And so, yeah, you have to kind of, you know, cut the conversation short so you can save all the gold for the, <laughs> for the yes. podcast. Totally understand that, that, that problem. Well, do you ever have anybody, uh, want to, um, cancel their podcast or do you make them sign anything because I from what I can tell people are talking about pretty personal things and it doesn't always show them in the best light yet they're very open and honest with you one time I had one guest you know after the after we recorded she actually texted me saying hey listen I don't know about this if I should say that or if I could do that or or, or, or can you maybe take this part out of it and in, and depending on the situation you know, I'll do it. I'm not going to sit there and put somebody like, you know, after they come on my show, they're, they're doing me a favor just as much as I'm doing them a favor to get their story out. They're doing me a favor to help make my show grow. So I'm not looking to burn anyone or anything like that. But only one time that has happened. Wow, that's a pretty good record. Yeah. And to you, what makes a guest interesting? Being real. I could just, you know, it's just a conversation. I tell them when they come on, hey, listen, we're just going to have a conversation, you know, and we're just going to talk like we're talking this, you know, when, when we're emailing right before or text messaging right before. And I think it's really all about just making the person comfortable. And then once you do that, you, you know, this person's new to me. So I could find out so many new things and so many things to talk about. And, it's, you know, you just listen to them. And I think everybody's unique in their own way. Do you keep a relationship with them going after the show in any way? Sometimes, sometimes because they, they they listen to the show or they've been listening to the show and then they become a person, a character on the show. Or I shouldn't say character or somebody like a regular after their first listening. So, you know, the relationship gets built then. A lot of times they want to come back on. So, you know, you do that. You have them come back. It's 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 to me the best is the first time, though, because there's that originality and. You, you, you get to explore the person and see what they're all about and you know the people listening. You, you know when you get juicy parts too from people or juicy information. To me, it's like uh, – it's the best. It's the best feeling. Yeah. Okay. So you have these you know interesting characters from all sorts of walks of life on your show. How do you, how do you promote your show and how do you get a conversation started with your listeners offline? First of all, I online? think Facebook. Facebook is the best. Yeah. Okay. 
you know, I, I advertise on Facebook. I post on Facebook. Yeah, I have my own page for Facebook. And I really feel like that is such an easy way to reach people that are listening. And if they're interested in podcasting, anything, I think Facebook is the way to go to market a show because there's so many ways. I mean, there's so many people that it, they can reach. Okay. And you, I also, have, you have a Facebook page. Do you also have a Facebook group or just the page? I have just a page. You know, it's funny that you said that. I, somebody mentioned that I should start a group. I just have a page. Okay. I just have a page and, you know, I, um, I interact with every single person that comments, whether it's on a video with Crazy Robert or a show. I make it a point that I interact with everyone because then what's the point? Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I'm trying to build the show and, and, I, and it's not like I have millions and millions of listeners all throughout the world. So when you're starting out something like that, you really have to, you know, grind it out, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So I'm wondering, you spend a lot of time on your podcast. I'm, I'm very impressed with the work that you do. But how do you have time for your law practice? Either one is going to suffer. If you put more into one, <laughs> then the other one suffers. It's bottom yeah. line. So Yeah. So how do you balance the two? You just balance it by paying your bills, <laughs> making sure that your bills Stop get sleeping. paid. <laughs> you know, you make sure that you can pay your bills. You make sure that you could, uh, you know, you have, you can pay for Christmas gifts for your kid, that you have food to eat, and then everything else goes into the podcast. Oh, wow. Okay, so have you monetized your podcast or do you want to monetize your podcast? I want to eventually, yeah. You know, I have one person that advertises on there. His name is David Kaufman, the law offices of David Kaufman, great attorney. And he advertises on it. And I would like to, because you see so many, so many of these other podcasts, like Joe Rogan podcast, and they have so yeah. many advertisements, and they're making, I feel like they're making so much money on it. So I know that it's, it's out there, which is exciting to me. Yeah. And there's other ways to monetize too. So I don't know if you've looked into like crowdfunding or um, subscription model, anything like where, where you offer premium content. Have you ever thought about that? I haven't thought about that. I, you know, I got to look into things like that because right <laughs> now, you know, I, it's almost, to be honest with you, it's, um, it's very humbling to me that people actually want to listen to my mm -hmm. show, let alone then pay for the, you know, like, you know, actually pay for the show. So I don't even know if I'm there, there yet mentally, yeah. but it's something that I have to look into. Yeah, I definitely get the impression from listening to your show that you are having so much fun. Like when a when a guest reveals something to you that you get like your your voice gets louder and it's almost like you're just cheering that they <laughs> revealed something um, to you that they probably don't tell people on a regular basis. Oh, so absolutely. It's, it's fun to listen to you because we're just sort of you definitely get the fly on the wall experience listening to your show. I appreciate that. Okay, what are you most excited about in your podcasting future? That's interesting that you say that. <laughs> I, um, it is because it's such a, you know, it's a great question because what is the future? What is the technology going to be? Like, you know, I feel like with podcasting, the better technology, you know, the better that technology is, the easier it is to communicate with people, you know, reach, reach an audience. You know, 15 years ago, well, 10 years ago without Facebook, it was very hard to like, you know, advertise a podcast. What would you do? Like, how would you even actually go about do it, doing it? Like maybe through Twitter, but Twitter wasn't even there yet. Yeah. So for me, I think the future, the, the most exciting thing is, is to get known, to get, you know, guests that want to come on that, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe I could get like an actor to come on or something like that, like, uh, and have like a show that, 
that's an everyday show that's making money that I could actually pay some of these people, some of these guests to come on. That's the thing to me right now that really bothers me the most is that I have these people that help out on the show and I can't really support them yet, but they're still mm-hmm. coming on. So to me, if I could ever like pay them and then give them, give back to them, I think that would be the most exciting thing for me. Are you talking about the guests themselves or other people behind the scenes? Both, but more the guests themselves, like say Crazy Robert, you yeah. know, you know, if I could pay or Ronnie Guns, this guy, Ronnie Guns from North Carolina, he comes on the show. If I could pay this guy, you know, he just comes on because he loves the show. Like, you know, I have people that just love being a part of it. And if I could actually just pay them back, you know, and, and say, hey, listen, man, you come on once a week, twice a week, you make this X amount of money. I mean, to me, then I feel like I'm giving back to them. Yeah, your your situation is unique because a lot of podcasters, their guests that are coming on, they are benefiting. Uh, maybe they're promoting a book or their business or or they're yeah they're promoting something essentially. But the people coming on your show, they're just sort of generously sharing their story, and it's not necessarily a direct benefit from coming on your show, other than just maybe it helps them in some way to tell it. Yeah, that's why when you said that to me before, when you said, hey, listen, can you tell me, you know, um, about these people? They don't come on and everything like, do, does anyone ever want their content taken off? I was surprised that, a lo- you know, it's only one person that said that sometimes. I sit there and I'm like, Jesus Christ, this person just revealed a lot about themselves. You know, what is the benefit, you know, of them of doing that? But there is too, I will have to say this, there are times that on my Craigslist advertisements, I say, hey, listen, will you come on the show for a hundred bucks? And now, Jen, the show is picking up so much. You know, last week, I think I paid like $500 in people coming on the show because there's so many people that are now responding to it. Oh my gosh. And they're calling in, right? You're not having people from Craigslist come to your house. No, no, no. I have them call in. The people that I have come to my house are people that I know. Or like Joe the Cop. I had this guy named Joe the Cop. He was on a couple, like maybe a week ago. But you're a cop. And if I know you're a cop, then I'm okay with you coming over too. Sure. Yeah. I love the names of some of your guests. SOS, Pacino. Yes. uh, Yeah. Slow Theo, Posey. I'm just looking at the list. I was like, I I want to meet all of these people. (laughs) They are all unique. Yeah. They're all, all very unique. Okay. So... You do a lot of YouTube videos and then you have the, you know, the audio podcast. And I think a lot of people that podcast are tempted to get into video, do have a YouTube channel, but they're not sure if it's worth the trouble. Do you have any insight or opinion about that? Absolutely. I will, I have to tell you this, my podcast started picking up the most is when I started doing incorporating the videos into then and then with the podcast. Absolutely. 100% because when you advertise a video, on Facebook, on Instagram, or say on Twitter, people are going to watch it for a second. They're going to give it a view. You know, they're going to say, "Hey, you know, what is this?" What, you know, and then they see Crazy Robert being all wacky and crazy, and me <laughs> now, you know, saying asking him to do crazy things, and he's, you know, we're doing a burger contest and this and that. But what you what you get out of it is you get to say then out of that advertisement, that that video, and everybody's watching. Hey, listen to the podcast at you know thejoecozoshow dot com, and people click on it. And then you have to hope that your content is good enough that they'll want to stay and listen. And I, again, like I said, I would say the growth of my show has been all because of once I started really putting these videos. So do you do, do you put audio content, like your audio from your podcast, do you put that on YouTube? 
I don't. This? Okay, so you just you have like sort of these complimentary. I've seen a couple of them. These these videos that are fun, funny to watch, and they complement your audio program. Yes, they're all about you know, they're all about the show. They're all incorporated into the show. See, here's the thing too, which I think is amazing. First of all, you have to. A lot of people are not ready to be on camera. Like, you're like, wait a second, what do you mean? Hey, I gotta, I'm gonna videotape myself. I'm gonna have, you know, and I had that problem too at first. I'm like, Jesus, Christmas, I look like a mess. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Who is this guy? Nobody's gonna want to see this guy on, on, on this <laughs> on video. You know, so you have once you get over that thing. Then, you know, the rest is gravy. And the best thing that has happened is Facebook Live because people now can respond while you're doing it and interact. Like they want Crazy Robert to shout out and Joe shout me out from Ohio and this and that. And that's where the action really comes because then you could talk about the radio show. You could talk about the video when you're doing the video and they all incorporate themselves and they want to hear more. So I really think that um, I think the video is the best way. If you're not doing video, then you're doing yourself an injustice. I got to get comfortable with video. It's it's a hurdle. If you're just not comfortable with it, it takes some time. A hundred percent. You know, especially, you know, you have to get, you know, with, with Facebook Live, so to speak, you know, do I look in the camera? Do I look to the left of the camera? Is my eyes not right? Like, you know, what the hell is going on here? And, you know, <laughs> Jesus, do I really look like that? I look, you know, I look like a mess. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's hard not to be vain in that circumstance. All right. So, I was curious, have you had any surprising opportunities or relationships that were a direct result of having your podcast? Well, what do you mean by that? Like if I had, if I, I met know, people any, through any, the podcast? Yeah, any, any weird like opportunities, like has your life gone in any like direction that you wouldn't have predicted just by virtue of you connecting with somebody via the podcast? Yeah, well, because, you know, now I have, I'm talking to people in Ohio that I would never have met. I have people, see, here's the thing too, which is crazy. And I don't know if I advise it, I don't advise it, but I'm starting out, so I got to do anything that I can. My, the phone number that people call to come into my show is my apartment number. It's my apartment, you know, telephone <laughs> number. So I have these people calling my, it's like nine o'clock at night. I got the people calling and I hear all of a sudden my answer machine go off. Joe, it's Nelson from Hawaii. Pick up. And I pick up. I talk to these people. So now I have relationships with people from the, that listen to this show. And nice. how can you not, if you're going to start out a show, you have to build these type of, this is where it starts. This is the key. I, I firmly believe is developing the relationships, developing people that want to follow you, take care of them. And then they're going to tell people, Hey, listen, man, you got to listen to this show. And it has to spread like that. You have to keep your doors open. Yes. So, okay. So you mentioned this is a, a more of a technical geeky question, but sure. so people call your phone in your house. How do you get that conversation recorded on so your podcast? I use, first of all, you have to, you know, a phone receiver. I went to this place, uh, H, uh, B&H in Manhattan. They have this, they have every single thing that a podcast could use. It's called the That. Uh, dash two. So the telephone line goes through there. You also have to use a mixer. I have a Yamaha mixer. You have to get some type of mixer to get all the sound to go through into one channel. You know, the person, the voice. And then I use two computers. I use two Macs. I record the show on one Mac and then I have all my sound bites and everything on the second Mac. Wow. Yeah. It's, I, I'm telling you right now. And Wow. You're you know, like talking, a one-man band. <laughs> Yeah, no, I do it all. I do sound bites. I, 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 you know, I have Crazy Robert maybe come here and I have him do some, some sound bites and talk. I just have him talk and then I just take things, I steal things from it. 
and then I, you know, I just keep it as a soundbite, which works out, works great. But I will say this about equipment, now that you're on equipment, if you don't have good equipment, if you're not using great equipment, it's going to show through the podcast 100%. Sure. How much do you think your equipment costs altogether, your setup? I don't know, maybe like around five grand. Maybe oh, a little wow. bit less okay, than so that. Okay, an expensive one. Yeah, I, you know, I, I looked at it this way. I said, listen, if you're going to do it, you have to do it right. I think there's two qualities that, you know, are very important. It's the way you sound, like the equipment could really, obviously, if your voice is, doesn't sound distorted or anything like that. And the content, those are the two main things I think for a podcast, how you sound and the content of the podcast and how you sound is, like I said, it's 50% of it. Yeah. All right, Joe, what do you think you do well as a podcaster and what do you want to improve upon? That's a good question. You got great questions here. Mm. (laughs) I, um, I think I do what I do well is I think I make people feel comfortable when they come on the show as when I interview them. Like, hey, listen, I'm not really against you. I'm I'm just as messed up as you are. Once I start opening up to my guests about, you know, I maybe reveal something about me or, if, you know, my past drug use or something like that, then I, I, I notice a change really quick. And just to see them opening up and and – and being alive and then talking to me and entrusting me with what they're doing, I think is, is, is to me is, is fabulous. I love it. The nice. thing though I need to improve on though, hmm, I think I need to call people out a little bit more on their BS. Ah, okay. Yeah. I guess a lot of times I think that, you know, I'm like, Hey, I, I really need to, you know, you don't want to have an enemy. You want people to, you, you can't please everybody. And I try to please everyone, but I do that in my relationships too in life. So I got to do this all around. This is all, this is a, <laughs> a thing that needs to be improved on every part of my life. Hashtag self-help. Yes. <laughs> Have you worked with any other shows to cross promote? You know, I saw that you, you, you know, you gave me the list of some of the things that you might mm-hmm. be talking about. And I'm yeah. like, you know, that's such a great idea to do something like that. I never thought about it until I saw you write that. And I don't. Yeah, that's that's okay. I've I've encountered it just from talking to other podcasters and learning that other podcasters do this, and it's a you know sort of a great way to solidify some friendships. And I don't know why I haven't thought of it. It's such a great idea. You're 100 percent right. Yeah, well, something you can something you can do in 2017. Yeah, absolutely. All right, what podcast do you listen to? And is there a podcast other than Howard Stern that inspired you? I like Joe Rogan a lot. Okay. I think he, yeah, he, um, because it's just, it's about anything too. Like, you know, they'll, it's not about it. He has an agenda, but nothing's off of the table. It's just real. There's no character. It's not character driven. It's not somebody trying to, you know, has an ego or anything like that. So, excuse me. I really like that. I, um, I I listen to a lot of sports podcasts, to be honest. I'm into fantasy sports in my private life, my personal life. So, okay. I listen to a lot of sports podcasts like ESPN, Fantasy Focus, stuff like that. I don't listen to too much of what I do. I like to keep that because then I feel like, you know, I, I like to keep my ideas to myself. Right. When I used to watch stand, when I used to try to do stand up comedy, I didn't like really watching other stand ups because I'm like, oh man, it's such a good topic. Now I can't talk about it. So I don't know. Maybe you don't want to be over influenced. Yeah, I don't want to be over influenced. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. All right, so I have a couple of fun questions for you. Sure. Okay, so I need a fa- talking about fantasy sports. I need a fantasy podcaster pick. If you could pick anyone, living or dead, 
to have a podcast, who would it be? Hmm. Anybody living or dead. So I'll, yeah. it's somebody that I'm very interested that I'd be able to listen to every single day. Somebody who you'd, yeah, you would be a subscriber to. That's got to be maybe probably somebody that is dead. I don't know. I maybe it, it could be anybody. It could be anyone. I don't know why I'm thinking Elvis. I would like to hear how many oh, girls he's been answer. with. Yeah. I'd like, I'd like to see how many girls he's been with and all the drug use and all the backstage extravaganzas. Okay, so you, want, you want fat Elvis as opposed to skinny Elvis. I don't know. I think skinny Elvis, though, is getting all the chicks. <laughs> but that's before the drugs and everything. So yeah, I know. That's you know. true. So... You know, like 1970s Elvis. Yeah, I'm always I'm always interested in, um, f- you know, famous people hooking up and just, you know, using their stardom. You know, I'm not saying that anybody does it in particular, but it's such a great weapon, I feel like, or such a great tool to be able to have. <laughs> okay, so now if there was a podcast about your life, Joe, what would it be called? Uh, the life and mess of Joe Cozo, <laughs> the, the big mess. <laughs> The Life and Mess. I think that's great. I would listen to it, and I think that should be your next podcast for sure. Um, All about you and your mess, your big messy life. Yeah, something like that. My big messy, (laughs) you know, big life, whatever. Because, you know, to to be honest, there's so many times I think I have things figured out, and I have nothing figured out. You know, and then it's just like, oh, I do this wrong, or I do that bad, or this happens. And it's like, oh, man, you got to get your s*** together. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm I'm right there with you at that sentiment. I've I have another podcast that I've been doing for a little over six years, and I told somebody the other day I feel like I know less about podcasting now than I did when I started, and of course I knew nothing when I started. Why do you say of, that? I think because you know the ecosystem, if you will, of podcasting has changed so much since when I started, when nobody knew what podcasting was, and like you said, there was no way to promote it. Um, we were just sort of doing it because we felt like we had this message that if, even if we get out, got out to two people, it would be worthwhile. And now it's just, you know, it's blown up to this big thing and there's more technology and there's more apps and tools and Facebook groups. And, um, you know, it's just a monster right now. So you, it's more, it's much more competitive and you really have to be smart about your show, both in production and promoting and, and thinking ahead to the future and looking at trends and, all sorts of things. So yeah, I feel like I, I know less every day. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. I see. What I'm you're trying to from. keep up with it. I try real hard. Absolutely. Um, so if um, people can find your show at the JoeCozoShow.com, uh, they can follow you on Twitter at the JoeCozoShow. They can listen on Stitcher and Podbean and iTunes, all that stuff. But if they're gonna start listening, what? episode would you recommend that they start with that's a that's, a, that's another great question you i want to like, get them hooked you want to get them hooked for the long term i think uh it's it's titled and i think it was maybe in july of this year of august i think it's called the coney island coin toss the coney island <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what it's about but i just i love it i'm gonna listen after i get off <laughs> Yeah, that was to me. That was uh, it was in the summer, and I was uh, I was feeling good. I was feeling good. It was a good show. I was feeling good. <laughs> okay, that's that's good to know. And 
Okay, last question, because I forgot to ask this, and then I'll let you go. But what advice would you give a podcaster who is just starting out? You can't stop. You got to keep oh. going. You can't, once you, you know, you can have ups and downs and people may not listening, you know, or, you know, you have maybe two people listening at first. And it's just about getting up every day and doing it, being consistent and, you know, persistent. That's it. That's the key of it. That, that's the key, but it's, it sounds very simple, but it's hard because you need a motivator. Like what's, what's your motivator? I want to be the best. <laughs> you want to be the best. You want to be famous. I want to be, I want to be the best. It's not even about the famous part. I just want to be the best. I want to be, you know, I want to have my show and I want people to want to listen and say, Hey, man, I want to hear what this guy's got to say again. You know, what is he going to say next? That's what I wanted that, you know, that's, that's it. I've always wanted that. I always want the, the entertainment value. I love making people laugh. I love making people, you know, have a good time. I love the guests laughing and I love the people that are listening to laugh. I mean, what's better than laughing? Nothing. 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 It, it's it's medicine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Joe, for coming on the show. I had such a good time talking with you, and I can't wait to listen to the rest of your episodes. Thank you so much. You have a great day, and thanks for having me. Yeah. You, you, thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us for Podcasting Smarter. You can check our show notes at podcast.podbean.com for links and details. Please like our podcast, leave your comments, and help us spread the word to other podcasters so we can bring you more great episodes with podcasting tips and inspiration from fellow podcasters. If you want to connect with other podcasters or get interviewed on this podcast, please join our Podcasting Smarter Facebook group. We look forward to welcoming you to the community. Happy podcasting!